Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. The Maesta Panels, Chapter 41. Surrounded by the GDF, Wade and Julia were quickly approached by one of the female agents, asking them to divulge the whereabouts of their two pursuers. Wade told the agent about the dig zone, specifying that the men in question had head wounds but were armed. The agent turned and rushed towards the described location, a dozen other agents in tow. Of the remaining officers, a man wearing a lighter-colored jacket, the only agent not carrying a weapon, made himself known to Wade and Julia by advancing directly towards them with an air of authority. My name is Agent Orsini, and I am in charge of this unit. Are you all right, Mr. Wade? Miss Cartier? They both nodded, waiting to hear more, still wondering if he and his brigade were friend or foe. Orsini continued, We were made aware by a credible outside confidential source of your situation. Realizing the man in charge was talking about Sasha, Wade sighed with relief, pleased that Denari's security expert continued to be very effective. Orsini directed instructions to one of his men, then turned back to Wade and Julia. Although we were not aware of your exact location in Florence, we identified the men seeking you and secretly followed them here. Who are they? asked Julia, finally feeling comfortable and safe in the presence of Agent Orsini and the men and women of his unit. Before Orsini could respond, he heard confirmation on the remote speaker microphone attached to his upper left side jacket pocket that two wounded men at the dig site had been disarmed and apprehended. Wade looked at Julia, relieved. Orsini acknowledged the incoming information, then directed one of his agents to call in a multiple occupancy ambulance. Who are they? Julia asked again. These two men are officers from our agency. Officers gone rogue. Orsini's announcement was met by two perplexed looks, staring right back at him. He continued to explain. These men are part of our agency's National Cultural Treasures Division, overseeing cases of art theft, counterfeiting, and smuggling. They were recently approached by a friend of yours, I believe. He glanced down at his small open notepad. Ms. Taviana Buenosegna. Yes, she was my best friend. Did they kill her? They are the prime suspects. But why? According to our internal records, Ms. Buenonsegna contacted our agency for help and met with both officers, relating her ongoing search for some lost paintings by one of her ancestors. She also told them that she was in possession of an heirloom of some kind that perhaps could help with the search, but she did not show them the artifact. This is what we know for sure. The rest of what I am about to tell you is speculation. Julia sat down on a nearby stone bench provided for the comfort of tourists. She finally understood why Taviana insisted on not involving the police. 
We believe the two men concocted a plan to use your friend's information and heirloom to find the missing artwork themselves and sell the paintings on the black market. A market they knew very well. You mean this was all about money? Julia exclaimed with a tinge of sadness and regret in her voice. Yes, this is what we think. The men broke into your friend's home to steal the artifact. They probably killed her when she unexpectedly returned to her apartment and was unwilling to divulge the location of her family heirloom. Wade, still standing, placed his hand on Julia's shoulder as she sank lower in the bench, dejected. She looked at him and tried to smile, but it just wasn't happening. Wade finally spoke, with anger in his voice. Did they kill Father Umberto Omri? Orsini tilted his head to one side, nodding that he thought so. The Florence Ambulanza medical unit arrived with great commotion and rushed towards the wounded men. Wade felt his mobile device vibrate, having turned the alert sounds off hours ago. He had, by now, forgotten about the scroll document in his back pocket and photos sent to Andalusia. His curiosity was reignited. He gave Orsini the scroll, then joined a tired and disheveled Julia on the stone bench, intent on reading what Denari's translator had discovered. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed the listen. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.